Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yo, I'm going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. Make the right play. And in life, it's the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. What's going on, everybody? Appreciate you for joining me on another episode of What the Game Means to Me. I have hit a little milestone. This is my 10th episode, so 10th episode anniversary. And for today, I got a special guest. Um, I went live with them, but, you know, just wanted to make sure I posted up the recap of that if you missed it. Um, my guy, my man, Jordan Floyd, uh, we're going to be talking about his decorated career at King University, all the records and accolades he got there. Also, his uh, new journey He'll be uh, playing overseas with Ordina Basket in Italy. Uh, we talk a little bit about McCurry Maker and HBCU controversy and everything going on. Um, and then also a little bit about the NBA's return. So appreciate you guys for joining in and hope you enjoy. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Jelani Brown back with another episode, 10th episode. Um, got a special guest for you guys. Been playing with boys since uh since a yay high. Um, little league Jeez, and everything. Man. My 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 guy uh Jordan Floyd. What's going on with you today, man? Chilling, man. Chilling with the family. Eating yes, good, living right. Just chilling. How's the Fourth of July weekend going for you? Pretty good, pretty good. You know, like yeah. I said, with the family. This yeah. you know valuing family time. Yes, sir. Got to before you make that big trip across the seas. Got to man. Yeah. I'm be gone for ten months, man. Ten months is a long 10? time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. We'll get into all of that. Um, like I said, tenth episode by a special guy on. Um, so we'll just, we'll get right into it. Um, typically on my guests, I bring on, I ask them what the game means to, uh means to them. So, uh, Jordan Floyd, what's the game mean to you? I mean, to be honest, it's just a way to 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 better my future, to make sure my family is you know in a situation where they don't have to worry about anything. And now my family now, like my my mom and my dad, they've done so much for me. I just want to make sure they don't ever have to work again. Make sure I make enough money to where I can sustain my family now. And then when I start my own family, make sure everybody in my family is good to go for the future. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, we all know decorated uh, basketball player uh, play from Kings University. Um, Accolades speak for themselves. If you haven't seen my tweets and uh, his highlight tape, y'all need to go check that out now. My man's a monster. So I just wanted to hop right into it. Uh, King University, kind of just wanted to talk about your career there. and uh, Kind of went... What went into the decision, um, I guess, picking King University first off? 
So, you know, I started out at HBCU. I was at Albany yeah. State at first, and Albany, yeah. Georgia. So, yeah. no, we, we had a solid basketball team. They had the greatest year, but at an HBCU, it's a lot of distractions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of other stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of other stuff going on. You know what I'm talking about. It's a lot yeah. of other stuff going on besides basketball. So, I felt like me going to King would, would you know, focus me more at attaining my goals because when it's all this temptation and distraction around you, mm-hmm. It's easy to it's easy for you to sidetrack your main goals, and I just wanted to make sure that was never the case with me. You know, I got discipline still, but with everything that Albany State had to offer, I felt like I could easily become distracted. So I decided yeah. to go to King. Um, I, I feel like I think the first day I put my name into the transfer portal, mm-hmm. I had like thirteen. I had like thirteen plus offers. My, <laughs> the first day, I talked to like thirteen different coaches, but King just felt like the right place for me. It was a uh, it's a PWI mm-hmm. predominantly white school. And I feel like it was it's in the country, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt like the only thing there to do was get my education and play basketball. So yeah. I just felt like I was the place to be at. Yes, sir. So I guess that was like I said, a good choice for you. I I, I know. Um I didn't really specifically go to HBCU, but my parents went to one and I know them homecomings can get crazy. Um, Woo! I know hey, your homecoming you, is a yeah, different you, weekend, boy. Exactly. I know even a few of our friends with Albert I know you um hooked up with them as well. Hmm. Next question, I just want to hop in, I guess, what's the, the most memorable moment for you at King University? The most memorable game for me was first round of the conference tournament, and I only needed three points to be the all-time leading scorer in school history. Yes, and sir. the first play of the game, the first play of the game, I came around a double screen, mm-hmm. catch and shoot, drilled the three. Leading scorer, yeah. all-time leading scorer in school history. That's probably the most mm-hmm. memorable game for me because I think I did something that nobody's ever going to do again in my school, personally. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I just, that was just, you know, that was easily Big my time, most memorable yeah. moment. And yeah. What's uh, that record said at? Well, 18, I know 1800 was uh, the mark, but I know you probably tacked on a few more after that. So what's the what's the uh, yeah. record at now? I ended with 1900 points. Oh, 19? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I scored 956 this season. I almost scored 1,000 points in a single season. I was only 44 points off. Yeah. So yeah. if we would play, if we play, if we play the tournament, mm-hmm. It was that's, yeah, that's it's probably over game. with. That's one yeah, game, yeah, exactly. It's over. <laughs> I know your, what was your um high? I know well, one game I was watching was it fifty or was it close? It was like 48, 47. 47, Yeah, 47. I was like, I know it was close. Yeah. yeah. And that game, I hit the game winner too. We exactly. Went in the, double overtime, and I hit the game winner. Exactly. Well, um, I guess this one kind of leads into the same one. Like that was probably the most memorable game. I don't know if this is gonna be the um your most memorable accolade. Uh, because I know, like I said, Decker, pretty much everything. You know, national player yeah. of the year. Um, conference, you know, player, a few weeks, you know, which one would you say, uh, I guess, means the most to you? The one that means the most, well, the one that's the most prestigious would probably be the National Player of the Year in mm-hmm. Division Two. But the one that means the most to me is Comeback Player of the Year. Because, oh, wow. you know, my junior year, I fractured my ankle and mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't play at all my junior year. I had to sit out in red shirt. Yeah. So for me to come back after my, after that injury, after being in a boot for seven eight months exactly coming back the following year and leading the country in scoring winning national player of the year that's that's easily my the award that i feel you know the best about because yeah. it just shows how much hard work i really put into you know come back and make sure i'm at the top of my game exactly that hard because that's tough to come off of anything you know anything below the waist you know knee it's hard uncle yeah it's, hard. It's, it's, it's definitely tough so i, I feel that i feel you on that there, that rehab after hurt my ankle, those that with the boot say, on, all the rehab, yeah. hey. <laughs> I said, I don't witness, I didn't see it. Yeah, most of my injuries was above the waist, not my little, you know, little frame. But yeah, I can already tell I didn't see, you know, people 
go through it with that boot. And I know it's annoying too, the way you gotta walk <laughs> on it. Well, you gotta walk, <laughs> you gotta do everything in the boot. Exactly. Everything, it sucks. I had a great year or a great few years at King University. Um, and that earned you a chance to play overseas, playing Italy for uh, Orlandina uh, Basket. Um, so I guess I just wanted to, you know, see what was the uh, process, I guess, the recruiting process with that, like, I guess how they, you know, scout you and what made you decide to sign with them. Well, at the beginning, it was no overseas. Um, I was going to be with the Denver Nuggets in summer league. Oh, wow. But when coronavirus hit, yeah. you know, they shut NBA down. Mm-hmm. So they're not having summer league this year. So exactly. I had to make a decision whether I wanted to wait on this crazy NBA timetable. Mm-hmm. Or if I wanted to just go ahead and make that money overseas and then come back next year and go right back to the NBA. Yep. Exactly. So after talking with it with my family, we decided that the best thing to do would be to go ahead and keep playing overseas, make that money, mm-hmm. and then come back and play next year. So the process of picking teams, I mean, I had teams from pretty much everywhere. Germany, um, Spain, Portugal, uh, Ireland, Poland. So when Italy called... Italy is one of the most beautiful countries in the world, bro. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> wanna tra- everybody wants to travel to Italy. Everybody mm-hmm. has something to say about Italy. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, okay, the country is beautiful. It's a nice region. That's a plus. And then me and the coach just clicked. The coach loved me. I love the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, the goals and the role he has for me on the team would be top, top level. Yeah, a lot of responsibilities on the team. I just felt like it was the right, it's the right fit for me. Talked yeah. it over with my family, and that was all she wrote, bro. Yeah. Italy is where I'm be at. Yes, sir. I already told you, but congrats on that. Congrats. You know, any way I can, I'm gonna try to catch some games. Um, for sure, man. They live stream them. You know, I'm gonna send yep. you the link. Yeah, I got you. Please do, cause I, you know, I, you know, I want to catch you. Um, no, I got yeah. you. Well, um, I guess after like, you probably answered my next question, I was going to say, what you know, I guess what you know, my next question would be. I know sign with them says you guys click. The coach says probably, gonna, you know, a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Um, so what do you, I guess, bring to that team or what do you expect them to bring to that team when you get there? Just score, put the ball <laughs> in the hole. That's what I do. That's what oh, got me. Offensive machine right there. Yeah, that's what got <laughs> me to where I'm at. But still, like having a complete game. Mm-hmm. In Italy, overseas in the Euro League, it's the style of play is different. You know, mm-hmm. they're not really more skilled. They focus on IQ, yeah. and they have a more methodical play. Mm-hmm. So I, I plan to go over there. And, you know, take my talents over there, scoring, defending, making sure I'm doing everything the teams need me to do, as well as having that listening ear and learning that aspect of the game because I don't play the way that they're going to play. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to adapt to them just like they're going to have to adapt to me. Yeah. So I feel like. With them teaching me the IQ part of the game for my first professional career, me already having the skill and athleticism, I just feel like it's really just going to make me an overall complete player. Like it's going to make me more complete than what I already was. Exactly. Which in turn will help me for when I come back next year and I'm back on the NBA side of it. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like it's really going to help me a lot in the long run. Yeah. I know you you touched on a little bit before, of course, coronavirus shut everything down. Um, you're supposed to play with Denver Nuggets. So, like, after, I guess, that 10 months um, overseas, are you able to come back and play with Denver Nuggets? Or is it kind of, like, offered, you'll be offered, um, you know, different summer league contracts from different teams? Or how that work? It all depends on how the season goes mm-hmm. for my first year over in Italy. Um, I foresee me playing great over there, of course, and then coming back next year and having multiple teams hit my line. Denver was one of them. That was just a start. But mm-hmm. after I get a year professionally under my belt and I have the numbers and the stats, then I feel like all the other, all the other NBA teams will follow suit. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, the only thing I really can do is just make sure I'm at the top of my game each and every game and put up the stats and the numbers and everything else to fall into place. Exactly, exactly. All right, cool, cool. Well, touched on those things. Um, there's been some big news, I believe yesterday, maybe two days ago, with the HBC, HBC side of things in uh, the basketball world. Um, just wanted to get kind of like your thoughts on McCurry Maker um, deciding to commit uh, to uh, Howard over, you know, UK and UCLA. Kind of, uh, what I guess like I say, what's your thoughts on that? And um, do you think you made the right decision? Okay. Now, <laughs> a couple people may get mad at me for what I'm going to say, but this is just how I feel about the situation. Anybody or any five-star athlete that gets these big-time D1 offers, UK, Duke, North Carolina, UCLA, all these big-name schools, that's what you dream about as a kid. Like, when you're younger, mm -hmm. you dream about going to these places as a kid. So that's right. one thing. Two, I understand, you know, everything that's going on in the world racially, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter and everything. You know, mm -hmm. I'm all Black Lives Matter. You know, that's what my kind over everything. Yeah. But – Education and athletics shouldn't have a barrier. I feel like no matter where you get your education, as long as you get it, that's the only thing that matters. If you're going to Kentucky, if they're going to pay for everything, if they're going to give you a full scholarship to come there and play for them, mm -hmm. a five-star school, prestigious blue blood school, why not go to that top-level school? Not saying Howard is a bad school because it's not. It's a great HBCU, one of the best HBCUs. But the connections that you can make at these other schools simply because of who was there before you, I feel like that plays a lot into the way your life can pan out. So mm -hmm. me personally, I feel like him going to the HBCU was all a hype thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like if the if the social media and everybody wasn't saying, <laughs> you know, black kids should start going to HBCUs and all of that, he yeah. wouldn't even thought about going to Howard. That wouldn't even cross his mind. I just feel like as long as you're getting the education, if you get to go to a school and play basketball and get your education for free, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, don't matter what school you go to, but don't let social media and outside people affect your decision and then regret it in the long run. Not saying he's going to regret it, but yeah, five star yeah. athletes, he yeah. yeah, he wants to go to he wants to go to the NBA. Yeah. If he wants to play at the highest level. If you want to play freshman, but you always want to play at the highest level if you take basketball seriously. Yeah. And I just feel like him going to Howard, it won't fully hinder him. Mm -hmm. But him going to Howard, he's not playing against a Duke, a North Carolina, UCLA, mm -hmm. LSU. He's not playing against those teams, Michigan State. Yeah. So he's not going to be playing against top level competition. And I feel like that may that may throw scouts off a little bit. But that's mm -hmm. just my standpoint on it. I mean, yeah. I'm from the I'm from Division Two when I had NBA looks, but my route is definitely going to have to be a lot different yeah. than kids who went to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Or UNC, they don't have exactly. to go through all the all the barriers and the roadblocks I had to go through. Yeah, exactly. So that's just that's how I feel about it, man. I just mm -hmm. don't let the the pub, the media, mm -hmm. and outsiders affect get your into decision. That, get into just, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't let them don't let them dictate your decision like that, man. I mean, I'm rocking with bro. You know, I mm -hmm. hope he does great at Howard. I want to see him eat at Howard. I want to yeah. see him go crazy. Just so you know, that'll pave the way for others. Okay, I can mm -hmm. go to HBCU not a blue blood school and still, you know, get the same NBA prospect looks. Mm -hmm. That's great. If he does that, if he paves the way and leads the way for the other young black kids that's coming up, that's great. Yeah. But I just don't want him to go back and be like, dang, I picked Howard when I really should have went to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be in school for four years. I'll be in school for, for two. Yeah. And now I'm a lottery pick in the NBA draft. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just my view on it. Like I said, some people may be mad the way I'm coming from, but I don't really care if people mad at me. It's, really, it's just my it's my it's my you opinion. Know, it's yeah, my we all got a right to to what, yeah. what we think. Yeah, I was thinking like because Mikey Williams, of course, is the big name that, or not the big name, but the first one that kind of like put that bug out yeah. there um, that he might go. But he's still two years away. So do you think kind of like I, I I guess I see it as in he almost has like a not a free trial, but he kind of gets to see what happens with him. And kind of make his decision based off that. Do you you think like it'll be affected, or you think he like just you know straight focus? He going to HBCU. If Mature Maker, if Mature Maker, or however you say his name, if he mm-hmm. if he does good at Howard, he mm-hmm. is the same NBA looks mm-hmm. as he would have if he went to Kentucky or a Blue Blood school. Yeah, all these high level prospect black kids are mm-hmm. gonna go to HBCUs, and yep. it's gonna change the culture of college basketball. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. That's, Instead of seeing Kentucky on TV, mm-hmm. you'll see Howard versus Tennessee State on TV. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like you'll see teams like that playing. And that's just gonna that's gonna boost the black community a ton. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's gonna the black community will be so happy <laughs> after exactly. this. And um I'm loving it. Like I like I said, I want everything to work out mm-hmm. for him at the HBCU. I just don't want him to regret making a decision because he listened to the media and everybody mm-hmm. around him. Instead of really like setting his goals mm-hmm. like he has in the past and reaching them, no matter what school you go to, man, the most important thing is getting that education. Yep. I don't yep. care if you went to NAI school, if they're gonna pay for your education and you get to play basketball, go to the NAI school. Yep. But that's that. just, like I said, yeah. that's just my view on it, bro. Yep. I feel it. I feel it. Cause I guess I, I'm saying way with you. It's like, yeah, just I want him to make the best decision for him. Um, well, I was thinking, I guess, advocate, not advocating for, but I've been thinking about, I don't even know if it's possible, you know, I'll just be spitballing and be thinking about stuff, you know, everybody talking about black people need to have their own stuff and everything. I was thinking, yeah. I don't know how or what way, but if somebody could, like, you know, fund in order to make like a black sports network to where, you know, they give out TV contracts to these smaller level schools or not like small level schools, but these HBCUs and also the you know, small level black schools. Um, yeah, for and sure. like put that'd, them on TV and stuff. I think that would be pretty dope because you know, that'd I, be dope. Yeah, that'd I feel like dope. a that'd lot of kids kind of just want to see themselves play on TV. And like you said, if you get that same NBA offers and looks, and I guess it does like change the tide and they start going to these HBCUs, then I guess in my eyes, they, they will start to begin to be playing against the top level talent because we all we all know who, where the top level talent lies, and that's in you know, African American yeah. ball players. So <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what I was thinking. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, if it'll come true, but you know, and I understand, you know, the media trying to get all black athletes to go to HBCUs because mm-hmm. they're thinking it'll tear down the tear down the other schools, mm-hmm. like the blue bus schools. But in all honesty, man, like majority of the student body is athletes, yep. but not everybody goes to play professionally. <laughs> exactly. Everybody doesn't get the opportunity to play professionally. Mm-hmm. A lot of these schools, kids go to be lawyers, doctors people of power mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what that's where people are going wrong these schools aren't gonna die out because black athletes aren't going there anymore yeah their their athletic programs may not be as good anymore but the number one thing is student athlete with yep. student being first it's the education side it's not the it's basketball you're right. side you're right it's the education side so no matter what a black kids stop going to these blue blood schools the education side will still be blue blood like mm-hmm. top tier you're right. So I mean, 
And honestly, that's where a lot of the, the money lies too. Is like you said, you can get that education, people going on and actually man. making the, the, the big bucks because unfortunately, like I said, not everybody goes to play professional Every, place pro. So all athletes have heard this saying that I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. That ball is gonna stop bouncing eventually. <laughs> you're gonna stop throwing the ball, you're gonna stop catching it, you're gonna mm-hmm. stop using that ball eventually, and yes. then it's gonna fall back on everything you did with your education. Mm-hmm. How you set the rest of your life up. That's why education is so important. Exactly. Like, exactly. Getting getting into the ears of these young kids listening. I like it. Yeah, man. <laughs> got to. Hey man, education first. First, yep. Got you. Well, appreciate you. Uh Appreciate your thoughts on that. Moving, I guess, on to the next level, um, NBA with the NBA restart. Um, I kind of just wanted to get your ideas on one. Do you even think they're gonna come back? Because so many people, you know, getting COVID um, before the start of training camp and before you know they start traveling to the bubble. And um, I guess if it is able to continue, your predictions, who you think may win? You know, coming out the East and West. I mean, to be honest, I think they're going to start up again because I don't think people really care about coronavirus anymore. That's just me personally. <laughs> Nobody's wearing a mask, really. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not social. People are in the clubs and stuff again. Nobody's really social distancing now. Boy, what? I feel like people have people are starting to come to grips with it. Yeah. Like, you see what happened last night in uh, Edgewood? Yes, bro. Like, it's getting crazy. Wow. So do I think the NBA is going to start up? Yes. Do I think more NBA players will start getting the coronavirus? Yes. I don't want anybody else to get it. I want them to find a cure for it. But yeah. the way that we're moving and how everybody's responding to the coronavirus, nobody's social distancing, it's going to affect everybody at some point in time until it comes up with the vaccine, whether it's somebody in your family yeah. or you personally, unless you're taking the necessary precautions not to get it. So do I think those NBA players are going to start up again? Yes. Do I think they're going to have more cases in the NBA of coronavirus? Yes. <laughs> now, the East and West, you know, I want the Bucks to come out the East. That's yeah, I, want I think that's a given. I think they got. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. Giannis and Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, they're you know, they're them my guys. Yeah, for sure. Out of the West, I think it's in the air. <laughs> that's fair. Between that's fair. between between the Rockets, the Clippers, and the Lakers, I don't know, man. I feel yeah. like all those teams have firepower to come out. I feel like it's gonna be. Who, who's ever on their A game? <laughs> yo, and they don't got nothing. Yo, they don't got nowhere to go. They ain't got no traveling, and now they get to take care of their bodies better. They already been laid off or been on layoff so long. They uh been able to work out and you know, just like I said, get their body right, in, get their mind right. Everybody's in tip top shape. Yo, I mean, tip top, you know, rest from being on quarantine. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna be tired, so it's gonna be who performs the best. Yeah, like be I mean, really, like. What team is going to come out there and play hard the whole game? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people think Braun going to come out with a ring this year. I'm not a Braun hater, but I'm not a Braun <laughs> fan. I'm just a realist. <laughs> between the Clippers mm-hmm. and the Rockets, he got a tough road between those tough two. And bro. then I'm not even – I'm not going to leave out some of those teams that come up and, you know, shock you. Mm-hmm. Like, Portland hasn't had a history of doing great in the playoffs, but oh, Portland yeah, but- is a team that – that Dame time, they ain't come when it's playoff time. Yeah, if, they hey, sneak in, if they were sneaking, that's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough first uh, round matchup. Uh, another sleeper team, Oklahoma City Thunder, with Chris Paul and Shea Gildas Alexander. They've They're playing. Play, good. They played great this year. Yeah. The Mavericks with Luka Doncic, like it's, it's the yeah. West is tough. The West is tough always. Yeah. <laughs> always. But, 
it's gonna be a lot of different matches that's pretty much like our championship all the little different matches especially if it you yes. know, the ball rolls in the right course and we get these certain like i said matches one and eight two and seven it's really up in the air because they can be split by one game like you know two seeds and, and seven seeds they could be two three game difference so and it's tough somebody well, asked um, uh my god jeff he asked which team do you think it benefits the most the layoff um to me personally i feel like the team that it benefited the most was probably the nets in the east mm, because i don't know what's going on yeah i don't know what's going on with 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 kevin durant mm-hmm. and kyrie irvin yeah but if he decides to play and can play if kevin durant can play in the east mm-hmm. in the eastern conference tournament it would have been nice to see for sure i don't i think he probably gonna cut it though because is, is kyrie gonna be able to, is kyrie playing or not as I guess See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know these guys want to compete. I mean, you know, I don't know everything that's going on with the NBA right now, what teams yeah. are doing. Yeah, I know you focus but, on it. <laughs> yeah, the Lakers lost a piece mm-hmm. by having this layout. They lost mm-hmm. Avery Bradley, and that's a vital piece of their team. Exactly. Now, I can, I can say, too, I feel like the Clippers the Clippers benefited from this as well. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, too, yeah. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi you know, was had, had a couple injuries early that had him sit out a couple of games. Paul mm-hmm. George didn't play at the very beginning of the season mm-hmm. because uh, he was hurt at the very beginning of the season. So I feel like if, if the Clippers had everybody healthy, Lou Will, Pat Bev, they had <laughs> a lot George, of people Kawhi. right before they cut too. They you know they had Reggie Jackson, um, one of the uh, Morris brothers. So they had added some. Hey, I'm telling you. Yeah. The Clippers are going to be scary. That's a scary team. Arguably, yeah, the, the two best, the two best two-way players in the NBA play for the squad. Clippers. Yep, on one team. That's scary. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's definitely. Up, I'm. I'm just ready. To, I'm just ready to see it happen. All come to fruition. I hope, like I said, everybody is able to stay healthy enough till we get to July 30th. I'm about to wrap things up. I do. I typically play a little game at the end with my guys. Um, one I had today. I had some highlights of yours ready. It's called. What were you thinking? They're not bad highlights, obviously, <laughs> but what were you thinking? What was going through your mind at the course of uh, at this place? So let me go ahead and share, screen share it with you. See if uh, I can pull it up real quick. There we go. Cashed out. Okay. I just wanted now, to see. Let me tell you. Yeah, them me up tell a you little. So before that play happened, I remember this game like it was yesterday. That was senior night. Senior and night. Right out the right out right at the beginning of the second half, I had three threes back to back. Like came out second half, hit a three, came down again, hit another three, came back and hit another three. And then that play happened. And I came down off the screen and I came around the screen and I was just dribbling, playing around with him. And then I seen him get comfortable and I just like <laughs> want to shoot it. And I pulled up. Like when people get comfortable when I'm playing, when they yeah. when they when the defense is relaxed and they're not in me. I only need a tiny bit of space to get my shot off. Exactly. So as soon as I seen him put his, as soon as I saw him put his hands down to his side, oh, it's going up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going. It's up. going up. It's going up, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, I had one more highlight play for you. Just one more. Left the defenders on the first one, and then slammed on the second one. Huh. And then, cr- yep, there we go. That one, the, the hop step through the two defenders. So that's the hop step through the two wanted- defenders. That's. Yeah. That's one of my patented moves. Like I'm so quick yeah. and so fast. So I had a lot of double teams thrown to me this year. 
So I mean, it was effective because I'll be going hard left, mm-hmm. and a dude to be the dude to be trailing me behind me, and a dude come over and try to stop me. Yeah. And I instead of euroing, because you know the euro is getting kind of predictable now. Yep. So instead of euroing, I just hop in between them. And I used to get N ones after N ones after N ones using it. Like <laughs> I don't know, it was low key unstoppable when I did it, simply from the fact, like I said, I'm fast and I can jump. I got what 40 inch vertical. Exactly. <laughs> so. I definitely, I definitely use my athleticism to the fullest in situations like that. So it was lucky a go-to move. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was like, I, when I seen that, I was like, Jesus Christ! It was, it was like three of them back to back to back. It was like splitting them. They was just looking crazy. Hey, man, that's what we do, man. We have, we leave defenders looking crazy, man. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. I appreciate you. I definitely appreciate you coming on. Um, like I said, tenth episode anniversary. Got my man Jordan Floyd. Um, in the building. Congrats on all your success. Congrats on your, you know, going to Italy, um, playing overseas. Hope you're safe and everything. Um, those ten months while you're over there. I just wanted to get uh, some advice that you may have for some young players uh, coming up in the game. Um, anything that you may want to let them know. The thing with me is, no matter where you go, if you're good, they'll find you. I'm coming from a D2 school. That's not really that big. Nobody knew where my school was at until. You know, I went there and had this breakout year. So no matter where you go, no matter who you play for, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do and producing numbers, they'll find you. That's all I got for them, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely got to do this again, man, at some point, sometime. Hey, after that first year professionally or like mid-season over there in Italy. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to get, yep, yep. Perfect time. We'll get you back on right right around that time, man. We already know we're going to stay in touch. Uh, Stay up. Like I said, appreciate you again for being on with me. You know, that's another episode of What the Game Means to Me, guys. Appreciate y'all. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Like I said, appreciate you guys for tuning in again. Um, everybody be on the lookout for my upcoming NFL Smack Talk Smackdown series. Y'all continue to listen to those and vote on who you want to advance in the bracket in those as well. Um, appreciate my guy again, Jordan, for coming on. And uh, we'll definitely get up with him soon later on when, you know, he's overseas and everything. So definitely have that in the works. Um, Again, appreciate everybody's love and support and see you next time.